0: Yeah, you're listening to Caro Carrément, Evie, Caro Caraman the English version. Caro Carrément is a podcast about the representation of the Caribbean in cinema and television. I'm your host, Patra M, and this is episode 8, part 3. Today, we're talking about the film See You Yesterday. It's an American sci-fi film released in May 2019 on Netflix. It was directed by Stephen Bristol, who also wrote the script with Frederica Bailey. Here's the summary on IMDb. Two Brooklyn teenage prodigies, C.G. Walker and Sebastian Thomas, built a makeshift time machines to save C.G.'s brother, Calvin from being wrongfully killed by a police officer. In the first Caribbean connection, I talked about the link between Black identity and Caribbean identity and how the character of CJ is, for me, the representation of the word Afro-Caribbean from the diaspora perspective. Now we will discuss how to build a sense of belonging to the Caribbean community when you live in the diaspora, it's time for the second Caribbean Connection. The Caribbean Connection segment is to discuss how a film makes me reflect on my identity as a black woman, as an Afro Caribbean woman, as a Guadeloupean woman, and as a French woman. As I always say I was born and raised in Guadeloupe. I built my sense of identity in Guadeloupe but now I have spent more time in let's say continental France than in Guadeloupe. My point of view isn't the point of view of a 30-something Guadeloupian woman who spent time in Guadeloupe only for summer vacations or who never even set one foot on the island. But my point of view isn't either the point of view of a 30-something Guadeloupean woman who has always lived in Guadeloupe, even with a few years spent abroad. In spite of everything, with different life experiences, we keep a common system of cultural references. For instance, I don't speak Creole. If you listen to my episode four about the film Barricade, I talked about why and I talk about my approach to Creole. However. <laughs> I would still defend and promote Creole as a real language. I don't remember if I said it in episode 7, but I actually don't like mangoes. It's just too sweet for me. I prefer guinep. I... Yeah, anyway... (laughs) That's not the point today. But you know, it's the same thing for music. It's going to be a year since I started promoting the hashtag Stream Caribbean. I grew up listening to Zouk and any kind of Caribbean music, but I only started loving Zouk and other Caribbean genres like four years ago. When I was growing up, I was willing really into pop music with all the boy groups, trend in the late 90s, early 2000s, and then B2K happened. And I mean, B2K was officially the last boy band I claimed to be a fan of. The way they disbanded just broke my heart. I'm really that serious about my fangirling even to this day. And my point is that while growing up, the music scene in Guadeloupe was on fire, especially for the hip-hop, reggae, soul artists moving from the underground scene to the mainstream scene. And I'm aware of that now, but I didn't realize it back then. And to be honest, I just didn't care. So I guess, in a way, I was living like a diaspora child, although I was living in Guadeloupe. What I mean by that is that, to me, when you're in the diaspora, you'll build your identity through specific elements, such as food, music, some kind of mindset. And for us Caribbean people living abroad, we get to experience the culture in a different way, because there's the filter of the country you live in. And the filter of mix of this mix with other Caribbean cultures you can come across in this neutral space. When I visited Miami in summer 2019, you have no idea how much of a cultural shock it was for me to read public signs in English, in Spanish and in Creole. France would never... I mean in Guadeloupe now most public signs are also translated into Creole but it's just not on the same level as as what you see in Miami when it should be because people from Haiti and Dominican Republic and Dominica and Saint Lucia have been immigrating to Guadeloupe for as far as I can go back in my memory and I'm not saying Spanish-speaking Caribbean people and Haitian people are living the good life in Miami. I'm very well aware of the struggle that comes to being an immigrant, a black immigrant in the U.S. Here, I'm just saying that Guadeloupe had been facing the same immigration issues, but nothing much was done, well, has been done to make these people feel welcomed. From my perspective, you get all these different Caribbean cultures coming together, and at some point, a new form of Caribbean culture can emerge. And this new hybrid culture may be actually closer to the original sources. The music in See You Yesterday is the perfect example. In my French episode, I didn't give away the title of the song you hear in the opening sequence. This song in the opening sequence gave me goosebumps. I had chills, literally. I grew up listening to this song in the 90s in Guadeloupe, This Caribbean song is so famous that Rihanna even made the song in her debut album. Beyoncé also performed this song while on tour. This Caribbean song was actually an adaptation from a blues song from the 60s. My point is this song is a classic. And it symbolizes how Caribbean culture and Black American culture keep influencing each other. But by using this hit from the 90s as an opening credits, Stefan Bristol establishes the Caribbean perspective of the story right away. And it gives viewers a way to connect regardless if they're in the Caribbean, if they're in the diaspora, or if they aren't even Caribbean. Just in general, the See You Yesterday soundtrack can't speak to anyone growing up in the 90s, early 2000s, regardless if you're from Guadeloupe, Jamaica, Trinidad and Tobago, Cuba or Guyana. Music helps create this sense of community and connection when you live abroad. Now, the songs in See You Yesterday are classics today. I really wonder If teenagers living in the Caribbean feel the same way about these songs, I think they might because their parents are the ones who grew up listening to these songs. But what will happen 10 years from now? Will these songs still be classics or will they become old dusty songs for the current youngest generation? I do think the curation of Caribbean culture needs also to be done by people from the diaspora because at some point, receiving many influences can make it hard to remember the true origins of a tradition. Experiencing the culture in the diaspora will never be the same as experiencing the culture in the region When you're in the diaspora, your cultural experience might be limited, but it also means you get to experience the essence of the culture somehow and you can build a sense of community on that. My point is that the definition of what being authentically Caribbean is changes with time and each generation will have its own definition. Some symbols might change, some might even disappear, but other symbols might keep the same importance from one generation to the other. This is what we get with the music in See You Yesterday. We get it also with visual choices to show different Caribbean flags in a lot of scenes. Sometimes they're really in your face, like you cannot not see them. I remember the Guyana flag, you know, the huge Guyana flag. And there's also the flag of Puerto Rico and the flag of Trinidad and Tobago. And there are times when the flags are in the background, but Stephen Bristol Camerac finds a way for us to notice them. And as someone from Guadeloupe, seeing Caribbean flags is always a bit of a bittersweet, heartbreaking moment for me. As a French colony or as France describe it as a French overseas territory, the official flag of Guadeloupe is the flag of France. Now, the emoji flag you'd probably get to use in your phone is the flag that symbolizes the sugarcane field, which at some extent symbolizes the slavery days. The independentist movement in the 60s and 70s had its own flag, which is very similar to the Suriname flag. And I'd say growing up, I didn't see it around that much. At least I don't feel like it was around. I think it really came back as a symbol of unity and freedom in 2009 when Guadeloupe went on a strike to demand a raise in salaries and decent living conditions. The strike just imagined the entire island walking and protesting and yeah the, the flag was there and it's been 12 years now, not much has changed unfortunately. Even the middle class is still struggling to live decently. However, I do think the 2009 strike was a turning point for my generation to see our parents fighting in the same way they saw their parents' fight in the 60s and 70s. It was a moment to feel connected to one another and to feel connected to our history. Caribbean flags are a way for us to affirm our identity in a political way regardless if our country is independent or not. It's a way to show this Caribbean pride that some people want to take away from us. And what I really love about See You Yesterday is how the flags conveyed the diversity of the caribbean but also the possibility for us to be united and to be stronger when we face the rest of the world together so i know there would be so many other topics to touch on like the representation of friendship between a teenage girl and a teenage boy and the fact that they really do love each other like a brother and a sister this scene i love it so much so 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 much So, yeah, I could talk about this film for days, but I'll stop here. So, to answer the question in this episode, how to define your Caribbean identity from the point of view of the diaspora. For me, it's about handling how your quote-unquote host country perceives you, whether you're Afro-Caribbean, Indo-Caribbean, arab Korean, caribbean Korean-Caribbean, and so on. From the outside, your Caribbean-ness is erased. All they see is that you look African, or you look Korean, or you look indian and this external gaze connects us to a community of origin which we know very little of at the end of the day i can be afro-caribbean but that doesn't make me automatically an expert on african cultures because africa is a continent it's not a country so yeah and on a cultural level Defining your Caribbean identity when you're in the diaspora means recognizing that our horizons and history aren't limited to having Indian origins, African origins, Korean origins, and so on. We have a common history with other people from the Caribbean. Defining your Caribbean identity when you're in the diaspora means participating in the material and immaterial transmission it's knowing that we belong to a large community even if we reject it even if we don't understand it even if we don't know where to position ourselves, because we don't live in the region, we have the guarantee that this community will be there for us when we want to create this connection. That's why I really wished that more Caribbean American um critics would have written reviews of this film to create, um, not necessarily explain, but at at least highlight the Caribbean American experience in this film. And I think too often people just think Caribbean means black and it doesn't. And I think this film, See You Yesterday, really shows how beautiful Caribbean culture is and how influential it is. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to my newsletter. Go to carlcaramont.com to check out Stéphane Tristol interview. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Caro You can give me five stars on Apple Podcasts to give Caro more visibility. Let me know if you enjoyed this episode. Episode 9 will be about Carnival and the representation of Carnival. And we will watch After Mass by Karen Martinez. See you at soleil. de Soleil. Tchambered.